0: Hi, guys. Today's episode, I chat with Lindsay Fleming, who is a therapist in Chicago. She sees children and teenagers and since COVID has started creating all these amazing videos on TikTok and has become TikTok famous. So stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
1: Welcome to Therapy Tea with Dr. Lisa C. A weekly podcast about all things mental health, positive mindset, and all things life brings us. Join your host as she brings you tips and tools to improve your mental health and optimize your life. This podcast is not meant to be a substitute for therapy. Now your host, Dr. Lisa C.
0: Guys, welcome back to Therapy Tea. Today I have Lindsay Fleming, who is the TikTok famous therapist who's doing an amazing job um, spreading the mental health awareness. Um, Lindsay, thank you so much for being with me today. Um, I'm super excited for this. Um, Introduce yourself. So I have started in quarantine.
1: I started on TikTok, just posting some mental health tips and tricks and trying to give teens some information. And that kind of blew up well. Well, I was on TikTok posting. I also was starting my own practice. So I have my own practice where I see a lot of kids and teens and some young adults. Uh And I've gained experience in a lot of different settings as far as hospitals and private practices that prepared me for what I put out on
0: TikTok and um, working at my practice. Which is amazing, by the way. I I was telling you that I heard about you from one of my teenage patients Mm -hmm. um which was amazing he he's like you know there's this therapist and I love to see all her stuff so I'm like who is it who is it so I um he showed me and I was like oh I love her and so um I told him I was gonna have you um on here so he's super excited to to hear this podcast episode so You have a fan here in Texas. (laughs) Yay,
1: that makes me happy. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, teens are finding what I'm putting out there helpful because that's really why I do it. So I'm so happy to hear that. Not only are they
0: finding it helpful, they're sharing it with their therapists. Yeah, yeah, which is is awesome. And I remember him telling me, like, is it okay if I – I'm like, yes, of course. (laughs) you're like I I was telling him it's not therapy and you know it's it's just tips and so everything is you know every anything you hear out there that you feel is positive and go ahead and and share it with others and so that's what he's doing so Mm -hmm. he's excited to hear this podcast and I'm sure all of the other teens that follow you are too um which is awesome so you specialize in teenagers and kids and, and young children too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I saw your, the one of your latest TikToks about um, the little kid coming to your office and <laughs> <laughs> grabbing everything as soon as he yeah. walks in, yeah. which is so accurate because I, I usually don't see young, young kids, but some of the, the, my teenage patients, their first visit, the parents come with their younger siblings and mm-hmm. i know exactly how wh- what you meant by that <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, which is awesome i so i love all the stuff that you put out and i love that you're advocating for mental health awareness which is super super important mm-hmm. um so i live in a in a border town which is in texas it borders mexico and uh mental health here is still very um hush hush don't talk about it and mm-hmm. And so I I love that you're doing that. I know Chicago, You're in Chicago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm and in. So, Chico- yeah.
1: Sorry, go, ahead. go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just gonna say yes. I'm in Chicago. So um, we have a very. i work with a lot of. I've worked in a lot of different areas, which have brought in a lot of different diversity of different cultures mm-hmm. and different socioeconomic backgrounds. Which has been very interesting and educational for me too. And the school I went to actually had a Latino mental health concentration. Oh, wow. Um, yes. Although I didn't do the Latino mental health concentration, they offered even a class in Spanish, which I thought was amazing. And all of my professors brought culture into everything we talked about. And
0: oh, that's amazing.
1: Um, yes. So, being a growing up in a predominantly white area, that I think was something that has made me such a better therapist in person is just gaining that experience from having teachers and having a program that really focused on that piece especially given everything going on right now and what my clients needs are
0: yeah yeah that's amazing and chicago has a large um, latino population so they do yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's awesome so what school did you go
1: to i went to the chicago school of professional psychology it's in chicago that's and awesome. to be honest, I, I I do I did look at the program and loved it. There were a couple other schools I was looking at, but since I grew up in um, the suburbs of Chicago, I was able to live
0: at home school. Yeah, and that's awesome.
1: While I was at the program, I just
0: fell in love with the educators. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. So I love all your stuff. Like I said, um, thank you. So, what made you start TikToks?
1: So I had started, so I, before I uh, became, while well, I was in grad school, I had ran a nonprofit like cheerleading program. So it was a football and cheerleading program and I had offered to coach cause it was the program I did when I was in middle school. So I offered to coach and while I was coaching, the director of the program quit. So I stepped in to cover for her for a year, but it was too much while I was in grad school and everything. But I really got to know my community again and what their needs were. And what I would have the girls do is everybody sit in a circle and I'd have them stand up and say something that they're proud of. And it was like pulling teeth. Nobody wanted (laughs) to say anything that they were proud of. It turned into everybody saying, oh, I get got an a in my math class then i'd be like oh i got an a in my science class i'm like so no one's allowed to say anything about grades anymore <laughs> and then i really challenged them and i said to them you know this seems really hard i'm curious do you guys know the difference?" they're all like oh i don't want to be bragging it i want to be cocky and i said do you know the difference between being confident and being cocky mm-hmm. and all of them said there is no difference So that was really eye-opening to me of a need that was in my community. So what I did was created a leadership workshop where the first 45 minutes of the workshop was building self-esteem and confidence. And the second 45 minutes, we created a philanthropy together over the nine weeks that we saw each other. So I went back to my pool of people and said, hey, I'm starting this group. If any of your daughters are interested to my cheerleaders, um, to their parents. And five girls signed up. And um, they did not want to come. They thought it was going to be like school. <laughs> it, and they loved it, though. And they asked me if we could keep doing it. And they wanted it to stay just that their group because they felt very comfortable. Um, and so that was nice for me to hear. And then we did a project where over the week, they're goal was to decrease their screen time mm-hmm. and they all said well if we meet our goals then you have to download TikTok and I said absolutely not <laughs> and they said, come on Lindsay you have to please 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 I said no I said if you all of you get your screen time down I'll buy you each a Starbucks I said nothing about TikTok <laughs> so um, that happened I got them all Starbucks I did not download TikTok but then quarantine happened and I was home one day and I said you know all these kids are gonna are stuck at home, huge disruption to their life. Yeah. And I thought, um, you know, these girls were even saying, Lindsay, you should post on here. So clearly they're, what they, what I'm saying is helping them and can help others. So that's when I put out my first TikTok. And I literally said, shout out to my middle schoolers. They're the reason I'm doing this. And um shortly after that just one of my videos went viral and it kind of went from there
0: oh that is so that, that's such an amazing story oh <laughs> i'm crying <laughs> that no it is mm-hmm. that's so oh I, and so i i can see how and why you're an amazing therapist because um you know, that's how we have to find ways to engage these teenagers and yes. to make it fun. And that's, that's basically how, you know, some of my teenagers that come in, they're forced by their parents, or mm-hmm. a lot of them do want to come in, but some of them yes. are forced. And, you know, after they meet me, and they see the change, they love me and they love coming.
1: Mm-hmm. You see
0: the difference of, yes. you know, their mindset as far as um also what they think of therapy and, um, and adults yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yes I, that's what one of my girls said to me um thank you Lindsay, for the way you treat us and i said what do you mean by that and she was like no you're just so fun you're like a kid and you like kind of let us do things and i said so are you saying i'm like a kid or are you saying i treat you like an adult and she's <laughs> like oh more so you treat us like an adult and i was like yes and and we and then I turned that into discussion like um, do you feel like other adults treat you like equal? And they were like, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, and so that was interesting too for me to hear that they don't see adults as helpers; they see them as something they, someone they have to kind of be w- worried about their behaviors around. Yeah. Um, instead
0: of someone there to help, support them, and guide them. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Um, sometimes I get patients that come in, and you know, their parents are like they don't she doesn't tell me anything and blah 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 mm-hmm. and of course I ask them you know why I already know why but uh, <laughs> you know the parent that the kids tell me well anytime I say anything she's getting mad at me and so mm-hmm. I explain to them to the parents like if even if your daughter is telling you something about their friend got in trouble at school what's the first thing you're going to tell them And they all look at me like, and they know what they're going to say, you know, they're Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to get mad at her and say, you better not be hanging out with her. And so Mm -hmm. the child feels I can't tell my mom anything, even if it's something that happened to my friend, because I'm already getting in trouble for something I didn't do. Yep. Yes, I agree. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes a special person to, to be able to, to try to relate to these teens and to be. They're for them. And like you said, treat them like an adult. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Give them that respect. So let their voices be heard. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so you're so right about this. You know, during this time, a lot of these kids, uh, they seek out, you know, being around their teachers and positive role models if they feel that Mm -hmm. they can't talk to their parents. And it's kind of hard right now because they're at home all day Mm -hmm. long. Mm Mm-hmm. So they have your TikToks to help them. (laughs) That's my hope. That's something. And each other. Because I
1: love um, when I look in my comment section. And there'll be people answering questions to each other. And hyping each other up. And it's just really nice to see that community. And um, Because that was another big thing I heard my middle schoolers say after the workshop. I asked them, you know. uh, Because I ended up doing another one with a different group of people. And I said, uh, and then we did another one with boys and, and I, me and my business partner, we asked them, you know, what is the biggest thing you guys learn from this? And thing that keeps coming back to me and I keep hearing is people saying they didn't know other teens felt like this. Yeah. So normalizing feelings too, I think was something that, um, I hope on TikTok people, I see it a lot, but I hope too, people understand especially during this time they're not the only ones they're not alone with
0: these big changes yeah you know? yeah mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think we all are we all are you know with yes. this change it's you know I haven't seen my my family or friends in a, in a while I've been working mm-hmm. from home and so it's it just hard on, on everyone right now mm-hmm. teachers and you know I'm doing a free workshop for teachers this Saturday because mm-hmm. they're stressed out too that's awesome yeah 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 which is awesome. So, I, I, I like I said, I love what you're doing. And thank you. I'm a, an old lady. Comp- you know, <laughs> they think I'm an old lady. So, I can not do TikToks. <laughs> you can do it. I swear everyone can do it. <laughs> but I'm glad that someone is. And so, <laughs> I keep telling my other patients, my teenage patients, to follow you. And thank like, you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. You know, I mean, so, you know, sometimes they're alone. And even though they go to therapy, you know, sometimes. <laughs> They feel like they need that positive um, person or or just a positive affirmation or whatever. And I think their TikToks um, help help them in between their sessions. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, that's my
1: hope. Just to normalize struggling with mental health. Yeah.
0: Therapy. Mm -hmm. And the good thing is you're super young. You're still super young. So (laughs) I can't wait to see all the amazing things that you do.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank yeah.
0: you.
1: I know my community keeps pushing me to um, get a YouTube channel. And I and I think that's overwhelming. So I'm like, I'm gonna
0: try to push myself to get there. But they you, keep requesting you should. More. You should because most teen I, w- I would say podcasts, but most teenagers don't listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. But even a podcast, but I, I, I agree with you. I I tried to start a YouTube channel and I do have one but it's it's time consuming it's not hard mm-hmm. but it's time consuming so yeah
1: mm-hmm.
0: the editing and all that but yes I want you to start a YouTube channel so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you yeah no that that would be awesome if you need anything let me know <laughs> I, not oh, that I'm, I a, I'm not that I'm a YouTube um, person but yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but you should you should, so is there anything you wanna to say to any of the teens out there um that are might be struggling right now? Yes, I just always you know with that
1: teenage brain too, it's really hard um to re- and remind yourself this it's really hard to see that light at the end of the tunnel, I think as adults, we've been through life, our brain works a little differently. And we're able to kind of sit through those waves of hard times. And one thing about everything going on with quarantine right now is it's not like, okay, in four weeks, this is what's going to happen. It's all this unpredictability. And with the unpredictability can come that anxiety Mm -hmm. and that you're not alone and label it and and talk to yourself about it and write about it and, and don't just let it sit there and. Um, bubble up and try to reach out. And I think people would be surprised at how many of their friends are struggling too, with probably the similar things that they are being, even if you're not fully in isolation, but just your change in schedule and routine and not having that support system, like you said, the teachers, the coaches, the people, your friends being able to go even down to the town, to the store and things like that, not having that normal see and feeling like the world is really unpredictable can cause so much anxiety
0: in all of us. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So what, are, what are the top, um, things that you see in teenagers as far as disorders or problems mm-hmm. that they come in for?
1: Yeah. So I see a lot of anxiety and ADHD and, trauma tends to come up uh, often as well. So I'm seeing a lot of anxiety, ADHD, and trauma. And especially my younger kids, I see a lot of
0: ADHD. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think there's a, there's a, you know, this, the past six years, my practice was when I first started, I've been doing this for a little over 20 years. And when I first started, it was more depression and, you know, trauma and, um, mm-hmm. just bipolar and stuff like that. But recently in the past six years, it's been more anxiety. Mm-hmm. And not only in I, the majority of my patients were female when I first started, but now the, the most of my patients are male, Yeah, young, yeah. young men and, and adults too, with anxiety, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping and- it's go Go ahead. Sorry.
1: Yeah, and it, um, the anxiety rates just continue to rise. And I, you know, was researching before quarantine happened, I was going to give a social media talk to a group of parents, and I was doing a lot of research on social media and its connection with anxiety. And everything I'm reading everywhere is just talking, discussing about how anxiety rates continue to skyrocket, specifically looking at anxiety and depression rates occurring around that seventh grade area, really in affluent areas too, Um, we're seeing that anxiety and depression, once you hit that seventh grade mark, really skyrocket. Mm -hmm. And so that's, I think, important for parents and teens to know to just be able to look out for those changes when they're around those ages. But with everything going on now too, I can only imagine what we're going to be seeing in the numbers when um, quarantining is over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like it was like in your teens, it's a perfect storm. It's, you know, most, Mm -hmm. most, most teens get their first phone and they get, Mm -hmm. even if they have a phone before they don't have social media, but usually parents allow them to get social media, Instagram Mm -hmm. or whatever it is that they, that they use during their teen years and the hormones, it's just like a perfect Mm -hmm. storm for anxiety. And then the the um bullying or you know just the yeah, self-exclusion um... and yeah
1: and that's where i try to to relate it to parents i often talk about how you know <clears throat> i remember even when i was in middle school if i wasn't invited to something i would have to hear about it the next day right at school and hear about the sleepover i missed and it sucked yeah. and now kids it's not even just, Oh, you're not included. You have to watch it all occur in front of you on a screen. And it brings another level of feeling left out and exclusion and it's impacting
0: kids more than it had in the past. Yeah. I I always tell my, the the teenagers, parents, usually they're about my age and, Mm -hmm. or, you know, a little younger, but I tell them, you know, when, when we were growing up, we didn't have internet wasn't invented, not even when I was in college, that tells you how old I am. (laughs) Um, Internet wasn't invented, we didn't have social media, we didn't have cell phones. And so when, if we had a bully at school, it was, you know, okay, you would leave, you would go home and you were, you felt safe at home. Mm -hmm. Or in the summer, you felt like, okay, at least I'm not going to see, you know, these horrible kids or the, the kids that are bad to me or say things to me during Mm -hmm. the summer you knew that you were safe but now it follows you Mm -hmm. and so it's in the palm of your hand um they're you know they get access to you and it's it's just a lot different Mm -hmm. a lot different it is it really is but Social media, you know, good stuff and bad stuff.
1: (laughs) I know. I love it. I mean, I'm a part of it. And it's great community and to spread this knowledge and especially reaching, you know, people who don't have access to mental health support, being able to give them at least some simple psychoeducation and some quick tips yeah, um, to try to help bridge that gap. But yeah, it is harder with the world we are living in now to be a teenager and I think a lot of I think some adults I get big knee-jerk reactions when I say that and a lot of times they're like well back in my day this and this and that and um and I always want to remind them it's not taking away from your struggle it's not saying that it wasn't hard for you when you were a teen um it's just you compare yourself and deal with the world that's what you're seeing and what's around you and now teens compare themselves and are getting information that can sometimes even be traumatic information yeah um, constantly and there's no end it's all day all night
0: yeah I agree Mm -hmm. I agree just like everything a balance is key you know there's good things and bad things like Mm -hmm. this pandemic you know obviously this is a horrible thing but it's brought also a lot of great opportunities like you know like you said you started this during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And look at how great you've been reaching a lot of teenagers, which is amazing. And, you know, it's, it's great, just great opportunity, but it's also, it sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, is there anything else you want to share with us? Um,
1: no, I just think that, you know, when we look at what, because also we see a lot of rates of suicide risings, really between 10 and 14 year olds, it's tripled in the past like 10 years. So when we're really looking at that and trying to understand what is going on and what um, is causing this, I just really want people to understand that the academic pressure and really what's important is what your kids are consuming and teens, what you are yourself consuming on social media what who you're choosing to follow, where you're putting your attention to and the trauma of everything going like racism, everything going on in the world right now are all contributing to the st- stress that yeah. teens are under. And I just really want um people to understand that we often say oh you're a teen, oh that won't matter when you're older, but it's really important to support our teens right now and give them as much validation and support
0: that we can. Yeah, yeah I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Even when when uh, parents come in with, you know, their teens are in love or whatever, mm-hmm. I always ask them, when was your first love? And they yeah. always look at me like, oh, it's eye-opening <laughs> because a lot of times it's in high school, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I like to kind of turn it around on them question to ask i'm gonna have to take that one (laughs) yeah yeah do that it's it's Mm -hmm. it's amazing i i use it all the time (laughs) yeah well thank you so much um i i'm a fan too so like i said i i tell all my my patients my teenage patients that are allowed to have tiktok to follow yes (laughs) because you're so inspiring and you know motivated and to help these kids so it's it's amazing to have you for um, the world because I'm sure you have fans all over and, and I can't wait to see all the amazing things you do. Me, Yes and I look forward
1: to t- working again together in the yes, future. Yes yes yes
0: if you need <laughs> anything I'm here for you because I'm a huge thank fan you. like I said. Appreciate that thank Aww, you. Thank you we'll see you. <laughs> all right bye-bye. And thank you all for listening. Don't forget to follow Lindsay Fleming on TikTok and Instagram. I will put her handle on the show notes. And don't forget to follow me. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and don't forget to visit my website. It's www.theanxietydoctor.com. We'll see you next time. Don't forget, be kind to your mind.
1: Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at Dr. Lisa Cortez and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, remember healthy mind, healthy you.